Hello. Hello. And welcome to another episode of Tacos and Tequila. I'm Peyton. I'm Sydney. And we have, I always like to say fun ones when they're not like super intense. So I hope you all don't take that the wrong way, but I feel like it's a fun one. I think it's a fun one. And Sydney and I were texting each other about this and we'll get into it later, but said you fell down a rabbit hole that I also spent hours on last night. <laughs> Yes, I definitely fell down the rabbit hole, and it's something that, like, I'm continuing with. Like, I followed up on that Same. one specific I'm, item, like, daily now. I think I'm going to bookmark it. <laughs> yes, yes. Just casually opening it throughout the day, like, oh, I got to look. <laughs> well, I don't have any fun and exciting news uh, before we just kind of dive into it, I guess. Do you have anything? No, I don't think so. All right, since we already gave a teaser, <laughs> yeah, I'll let you get I'll to you, that. Yeah, I'll let you just dive on in and tell everyone what we're referring to eventually. <laughs> awesome. So the Willard Library is a private donation library incorporated in 1881 to serve the city of Evansville in Indiana. Evansville is about two and a half hours south of Indianapolis and is kind of near the borders of Illinois and Kentucky at like the bottom left-hand corner of the state. The library was built by one of the city's most influential pioneers. And I'm going to fuck this word up. Philanthropist Willard Carpenter. That was good. That was good. (laughs) (laughs) I've been practicing, okay? Um... For those of you that don't know, a a philanthropist is basically a person (laughs) seeking to promote the welfare of others, particularly in, like, monetary donations. Um, Willard made a fortune in real real estate, was also part of the Evansville City Council, and had built one of the town's very first railroads. He had also participated in the Underground Railroad, using his home for slaves escaping their freedom, which I thought was very interesting because I know Indiana was like a big part of like the Underground Railroad, but I'd never heard of Willard. And I thought that like they always make the people that are not always, but like the big name people that participated in the Underground Railroad, they like always do little tidbits on them, I feel like. Yeah, and I think you and I have an advantage, too, like, being in, like, the Midwest. I feel like the Midwest has a lot of places that were involved in the Underground Railroad, and so, like, they kind of promote that, um, and you, like, know about it. So, that is interesting. I I had never heard of this place, either. No. So, and they definitely, that's that's a perfect word that you use. Like, they promote it. They talk about these... Um, people that had helped others escape and like underground railroads you know some of the places that um had these railroads you know things of that nature and I'd never heard of him and never heard of any or knew that like Evansville was a location of that which maybe it's because it is kind of far south for us yeah interesting absolutely 
Uh, Willard had even incorporated his concerns for Eagle rights into a requirement for the Willard Library. He had stated that the library, quote, be maintained for the free use of all persons who may desire to consult it. And I guess this is an important piece since the idea or definition of like a public library wasn't quite around yet. Um, so he wanted to make sure that everyone could be incorporated in his library. Um, and he had also participated in these underground railroads. So he didn't want there to be any sort of racial divide for this. The library was named after Willard's first name instead of his last due to inspiration of the Emma Willard School in New York. He wanted to found an educational institute using the name Willard and seemed to be stuck on the idea of it. And it kind of seemed like he just sort of obsessed over this Emma Willard School and his name was Willard and was like, I'm just going with it. That's what it's going to be. The Willard Library is now the oldest public library building in the state of Indiana. So, Peyton, what comes along with old buildings? Ghosts! <laughs> of course, of course. Every old building, I'm like, I actually just was reading an article about, like, whether or not to buy old houses. And, like, I'm totally down, but there is a limit because of this. <laughs> Like, what do you mean by a limit? Like, years of how yeah, old it can so like, be? Yeah, so, like, I mean, I'd buy something in, like, built in, like, the 50s, 60s, 70s. Like, I don't need a brand new, like, built house, uh, which is, like, I guess a long time now. <laughs> but anything, like, 100 plus years old, like, you know, those old, like, plantation homes or anything like that, I do not want to live there. Uh, absolutely not because of this. <laughs> Yeah, I would love to have an old house, except I think I would scare the fuck out of myself constantly just by, like, the creaking noises. Yeah, everything creaks. It's, like, they're usually, like, big and open, and Mm -hmm. I just feel like I was seeing things even if I wasn't. (laughs) And that's, yeah, that's exactly it. Even if there wasn't a ghost in my house, I would definitely be convinced somehow that there is. Yes. (laughs) Named the Grey Lady, or the Lady in Grey, an apparition apparition of a lady wearing a grey gown had first made its appearance in the library in 1937. There was a custodian that had came in around 3 a.m. to start the furnace in the library's basement. This was something typical that he had done. And he's walking to this furnace room and basically bumps into something. So it's like he walks into another person. And when he looked up, he saw it was a woman a woman in gray. And the longer that he stared at her, she began to fade away. Since then, there have been many reports from library staff of similar sightings. A number of these reports, including books falling off the shelves or shelves or even the smell of a lavender scented perfume. A former librarian, Margaret Meyer Mahler. I can't read my handwriting. I am sorry. No, it's I thought it, it was Meyer. Maybe? I think it is Meyer with an I, but it looks like an L. <laughs> Margaret I should Meyer. have looked it up to help, but I did not. <laughs> Margaret Meyer is said to have 
had the most encounters that anyone has with this gray woman. She said that when the children's department in the basement was being remodeled, that the ghost had even followed her home. She had gone home one night and her son had had claimed to have seen a woman in a long gray dress in their home. So not only did she have all these encounters with this lady at work, but now the ghost is basically following her home and creeping on her kid, which I would basically lose my shit if this happens. Um, And the fact that she was just so nonchalant about it really threw me for a fast one. The sightings of the gray lady have become so popular that the library now has ghost cams or live CCTV at the six most active spots for sightings so that ghost hunters can watch the feed alive near or far and literally any time of the day. Including at night, like myself, who spent (laughs) lots of time at like 10 o'clock, I started last night, 10.30, um, looking at these ghost cameras. <laughs> I literally texted Peyton and was like, I was watching, like flipping through them for like two hours the one day. Yesterday, it like came up in my like recently looked at things. So I clicked on the tab <laughs> and just like pulled it up and was looking through the cameras. Um, I literally really cool. opened like my little snipping tool on my laptop. So, if something popped up, I could capture a picture <laughs> real quick. I was like, I'm waiting to see something. <laughs> well, and they even have, so it's really cool. Um, you can look at all these different areas of the library. And they even have a section. So, if you were to see something and take, like, a screenshot, um, there's, like, a section for you to upload a photo to them for them to look at. Which I thought was pretty cool. So, like, yeah, so I'm assuming I saw that they the- would... I saw that, so they must post them somewhere. Yeah. Um, the locations of the cameras are the children's the children's room, which is in the basement, uh, which was one of the ones that I was watching. The basement hallway, which I didn't really care for much. The research room, which I definitely was creeping on. The yes, stairway, same. the children's story room, and the adult services area. Um, so it gives you like all these different angles and then it's interesting too because if you Google search or just look um, up the Willard Library, there is also like screenshots of what appears to be these same cam- camera angles where there's like images or blurry figures that are seen. So there is like actual footage of like a little... Did you see the one where it looks like someone's, like, crawling on the ground in the children's room? Uh, no. I definitely (laughs) saw one where it, like, looked like I was sitting at the research services table. Okay. Uh, and it was clearly at night. Yep. Like, I literally... Guys, I had to write it in my thoughts section because I had wanted to remember exactly what I said. I was looking at pictures... And I was sitting there while my boyfriend was playing a video game. And I said, what the fuck? This place is haunted as fuck. (laughs) It's definitely very spooky. Like these pictures, there's like no explanation in my mind. (laughs) Okay, you have to look at this one. 
I have to send it to you right now because you need to see it. It looks like a little, like a creature is crawling on the ground. But there's a few other ones with like just dark shadows or like oh my god faces but like this one it looks like it's just like in the middle of the day (laughs) like what the hell clearly light in that room um but there's definitely some that look more like a woman and then there's some like the one i just sent peyton that's more like demonic (laughs) like that is not really like I'm sitting here with goosebumps, guys, and it's not because my house is cold like I told Sydney. It's because I literally opened and looked at that picture. (laughs) It's very, very weird. So I'm flipping through these cameras, like, hoping that something would, like, fall. Like, there's, like, books on top of these shelves you can see in the kids' room. (laughs) And I'm hoping that this book will just fall off. But then I'm thinking in my head, like, what the fuck am I even going to do if something does happen? Like, I'm probably going to lose my shit. I would scream and close my laptop. That's what would happen. I'm so far away and I'm going to be freaked out. I was in the one. I think it was the recent. Wait. Adult services, I think, is on the main floor or the first floor. Yeah. I think that was the one. And I was sitting there looking at it last night. And I'm like, oh, my God. What was that flash of light? Oh, my God. What was that? And I look. It's the cars driving by that you can see out the front. Yes. yes, And I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. (laughs) It was so funny. I was like ready to see something but obviously there was nothing when I looked because like the the research room I think it was um there's like a window like in the right hand corner of the frame and it looked like there was like smoke or something from the back and I'm like is this fucking building on fire right now but I think (laughs) it was like you know like when it's like a little bit colder outside and then like the heat is like coming off the side of the building and you can see like the smoke because it was yep. just, like, it kept going. I was like, there's no way this is, like, some creature right now. Like, this is just... But I'm like, what is that? Why is it still doing? What's going on? It's but. extra creepy because I just pulled up the camera for the children's room. And so that picture you had sent me was, like, something crawling in daylight. I've only looked at the cameras when it's night. It was 100% during the day. And I can see, oh, like, yeah. a spot where it would have been crawling. But there's nothing there. Like, even if it was a person, I think you would have been able to tell. Uh, and that picture did not look like a person. There's um a few pictures in the children's room. And then I think also in just the research room. It seems like those were, like, two of the big hot spots. And the stairway was a hot spot, too. Um, but where there's pictures. And you can tell that it's, like, during the day because... There's one photo and like there's a person in the picture. Like the library's open and there's just someone else in the library. And it's like a screenshot of like some sort of like weird figure figurey shadow. And I'm like, what is going on here? That's weird. We'll have to post those uh creepy pictures for sure. Also of the building itself, sorry, I'm going on tangents here and I keep interrupting you, but uh, even the building itself, like, you look at this building and you're like, this place is for sure haunted. Absolutely. It, like, looks like it in, in like, the most beautiful way. Like, it is absolutely a beautiful building. <laughs> uh, but I look at, I looked at the, just the outside and I was like, yep, that place is haunted. <laughs> yep, this would definitely be somewhere I would drive by and be like, definitely fucking haunted. Definitely don't want to go in there. And it's 
much more enjoyable for me to watch these cameras from afar. I think if I actually were to go there, I'd be scared of shit. I definitely want to go there, but I would be scared of shit. Like, (laughs) same. at least if, you know, I can watch these cameras from afar, I can turn the camera off or go hide. Like, I don't think the ghost is coming through my fucking phone. But if I was there, I would probably honestly freak the fuck out. Same. It is believed that the gray lady might be the spirits of Willard's daughter, Louise Carpenter. Willard had a strained relationship with his children, and it was said that Louise and her husband were to get nothing in his will when he had passed. His wealth had gone to his businesses in the community and to the library. So she may be haunting the library to get what she believes that she deserves or is really pissed off that this library got some of the money that she should have. There is a picture of Louise hanging on the first floor of the library, and there's actually a report of two women who had visited the library. One had actually mentioned the picture of Louise and commented that she wasn't that attractive. And the remainder of her visit, she felt really uneasy. Um, Probably because... Her remark towards Louise, she fucking pissed her off. So there's no actual confirmation of who this gray lady is or who these hauntings are. But it is thought that it might be her trying to get even with the library because the library got the money and she didn't when her father had passed away. Seems like very spiteful. Um Because I saw somewhere that she tried to sue and, like, claim that her father, like, wasn't in sound mind when he made the decision to, like, donate all that money. And it really just seemed like she was more upset that, like, her father left her nothing and donated almost everything he had. Yes. In my opinion. (laughs) Yeah. Like, it's, it, I think for me it was interesting because, you know, they, it was noted that he had this strange relationship with his children. Like, he was not really close with any of them. Right. And it was, like, out of spite. Like, oh, well, I'm your child. I should have got the money. You're just giving it to, like, the community and all your businesses and, like, you know, the library that he donated. Like, all this stuff. When, in reality, the children felt that they should have been the ones to receive it, which kind of shitty. Yes. So we're just going to haunt the library, I guess. (laughs) I guess I probably would, too. (laughs) I mean, if I'm being realistic. (laughs) Yeah. And I don't know how long, like, Louise lived after Willard had, or after her father had passed. So maybe that was something that really pissed her off till the end. Like, that she was fighting for this money or felt like she should get the money. And maybe I also feel like there's something else though because the one photo is more of like a demonic looking creature. Um, there's a couple of pictures that it's like some fucking weird thing on the ground or like a weird thing in the staircase that I do not think is a woman in a gray gown at all. This one that I'm currently looking at looks like it's like a soldier of some sort. Like okay, so at first all I was seeing was like accounts of the lady in gray Mm -hmm. and then I somehow found other ghostly sightings 
Okay, so tell me about these then, because okay. I didn't, I could only find mention of this lady in gray, but the pictures are not of, like, there's so many pictures out here that are definitely look like a woman or, like, a, a girl, but right. then there's a bunch that are also, like, do not look like a woman at all, and are, like, a figure or, like, a, I don't know, like, a manly looking thing. Okay, so we talked about Margaret the like librarian who worked there for such a long time and I guess the lady in gray showed to her all the time there's like an account that even (laughs) this is wild that the lady in gray was primarily in like the children's library which was in the basement and there was like a period of time in like the 70s I think where it was like under construction for a few months and closed. And supposedly the lady in gray followed Margaret home. But Margaret was never afraid of her. She like always felt like she was like a super kind spirit. So she didn't feel any type of way. And then once the children's room and the construction was done, not only did she return, she started making herself sh- like she was no like known on other floors too, which I guess wasn't previously seen everywhere up until then um and then margaret ended up passing away later on um i think like in the 90s maybe so there have actually been sightings of margaret there too uh like one librarian said that she walked into the children's room and saw because like the children's library was named after margaret after she passed away and like renamed and I guess there was one sighting that saw the ghost of Margaret sitting in a chair in the children's library with the ghost of the lady in gray standing like right behind her and then they just like disappeared after the the woman walked into the room like the librarian and I thought that was wild but also like very calming because it doesn't seem like they're there to cause any harm at least those two <laughs> yeah uh and then I saw accounts that there's also a little boy named Billy who haunts the place. I don't know if Billy is, like, really his name or what they've given him. <laughs> um, I don't know if anyone's, like, tried to contact Billy. Um, but I guess he's specifically in the children's room. So I don't know if that's, like, that weird thing we saw crawling would be Billy. Uh Maybe. It looks very demonic, in my opinion, so I don't know. But apparently, like, according to Margaret's reports before she passed away, like, the lady in gray used to only appear to her as, like, like a blurred gray mask is how she described it. So, like, almost like how you'd picture ghosts, like, not being clear and, like, you couldn't see, like, all her features and stuff like that. It was just kind of, like, a shadowy figure there. Okay. Uh, but then over time, she made herself a little more. Holy fuck, Sydney. Why I don't know that? why I opened that picture while I'm literally talking. But there's another I have one. no explanation for these other ones. This one, the one that I'm sending you right now, this this one's like a kid. So maybe this is Billy. That looks like a that's a child's face. What the hell is that? <laughs> the the one on the staircase the one on the staircase okay yeah, I the can one see on that the, little kid face the one on the staircase so literally guys it looks like it looks I don't like even Pennywise know. but all yes. like shadow figure 
mm-hmm. standing there, staring dead, stopped at the in the stairway, staring at the camera. And if you watch like these cameras, like all of these, like these are definitely the locations. Like it's, yeah, like it was that's definitely 100% from the camera. The stairway. Uh huh. Which is crazy, but there's so many on here, like that are just. There's no explanation. Like, there's another one on the stairway. I don't have an explanation for all of those. There's also, like, other weird ones that I guess we should point out, too. And, like, these are, like, during the day. And, like, this one is just, like, a random, like... There's no... I'm gonna send it to you. It's just, like, a random boat that's just, like, just in the kids' section. And, like, they don't have an explanation for it. It's, like, a haunted leg. And then there's what also the like, heck? there's a floating book. Um, where's the floating book? Well, there's like other just random things that like you. These are just like in the middle of the day though. Like you can tell it's light outside. The lights are on down there. There's definitely a lot of weird. Oh shit my god. Going on a lot of weird shit going on. That floating book is wild, too. It's, like, literally in the middle of the doorway. Yes. <laughs> I'm looking at that camera right now. Oh, my I God. I want, want to say, too, if you guys um watch the cameras at all. So, the first day that I was watching them, it was, like, they must have been closing. And, like, you can watch these cameras, like, any time of the day. So they must have been closing for the day and I did see a person on there and I was like looking at it like, is this person transparent or are they real? And it was definitely a real person. So do keep <laughs> in mind, if you um, watch during business hours, there are people in the library, obviously. Yeah, I definitely flipped and saw a librarian. So <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, you just make sure, I guess, check the business hours. What hours are they actually open? I think Mondays and Tuesdays are open until like eight o'clock. So if you check at night, you're definitely going to see some people, probably. <laughs> but anytime after that, it's free game, okay? You don't know it's if they're wild real or not. too, because, like, you can even see, like, the style of the library and, like, the in- interior. It is an older library. Like, obviously, they probably, like, updated stuff and kept it up to code, but it does look very old. <laughs> even, like, looking at the stairway right now, and I'm like, oh, yep, that looks old. Um, yeah, there's there's a library in Kenosha, actually, that um, it's very weird because the way that their, like, research room is set up in at Willard Library, it's very similar to this. And you can tell that it's old, but it's still, like, updated, I guess, to a certain extent. But it's just, it reminds me so much of it, like, the inside. It's very weird. Oh, that's wild. Yeah, I've never seen anything like this. Really? Yeah, I've never been to a library like this. It's so, it's massive. It's definitely huge. Uh, Yeah, it's really crazy. That's another thing, too, I want to, because the cameras, you can only see, like, you know, those certain six hotspots. And I want to know how big this Willard Library actually is, because it looks like it would be, like, three or four stories. I think I originally saw that it was built two stories high so it just says like huge ceilings then like really yeah. high ceilings so i'm not i mean obviously they have the basement and like the first floor so i don't think that there are cameras on the second floor so i don't i don't know 
did you see any of like the research to try and like prove or disprove who the lady in gray was? No, I did not see research on that. Okay. So we talked about like the theory that the lady in gray is Louise Carpenter. So I guess there's like a lot of people who speculate that it is not Louise. Because they think she, the lady in gray, they think she's too gentle and too calm. Because Louise obviously was, like, very angry, very bitter, and very upset about the library. So they think it would be, like, more of a hostile spirit if it was her. So there is a local paranormal investigator, Bill Bill Miller who is convinced that it's not Louise, but a woman who died in a canal behind the library before it was even built. And I guess in 1985, Lucille Warren, who is like a famous parapsychologist, I've never heard of her. Uh, It's not Edda Lorraine Warren, so I don't know. Um, But she visited the library and she actually also came up with a really similar conclusion. And she even pointed to, like, the wardrobe of the ghost and how it was, like, early 1800s, which would have been before Louise Carpenter's time. So they aren't sure really who the Lady Grey in it, Lady and Grey is. But um, they definitely agree she is, like, obviously, like, a kind, gentle spirit there, not trying to cause any harm. But I thought that was really interesting, too, because I was like, oh. Never would have thought about, like, anyone else. (laughs) But I guess that's a good point. Like, if it was Louise, wouldn't she be very angry? (laughs) True. That is very true. It's, it's, I guess in my head, like, just those old buildings just attract ghosts. So it's like, whether something happened or not, there's just going to be a ghost in there, no matter where they came from. Yeah, and you got to think, this was built in the late 1800s. It's been, like, 140 years now. Mm -hmm. Like, that's a long time for a lot of things to happen there. (laughs) Or around there. Or someone to even just be, doesn't even necessarily have to be that someone, like, died there or whatever. Like, just to have some weird attachment to it. Like, maybe well, it was yeah, somebody like, that spent a lot of time there. Like I was gonna say, like, Margaret's ghost, she didn't die there, but that was, like, a place she really loved. Mm-hmm. So she's just attached to it. Yeah. So, interesting. I'm still flipping through the cameras as we're talking. It the is sour, really so cool. I see, like, people there. Uh, But it's definitely interesting. Like, I'm on the stairway and no one's there. (laughs) But it is, like, kind of eerie still, (laughs) even in daylight. It's very eerie. Even, and I think that's, even during the day, it's, like, still creepy as hell. Like, what what if someone pops up right here? You definitely have to check out the cameras. I know we talked about the cameras, too. And, like, one thing you mentioned was, because I've never heard of, like, a haunted place having live cameras that you can just click to at any time of the day but like (laughs) you had mentioned like it's just keeping it like relevant it probably keeps their you know their page up like I've gone back to this probably (laughs) seven to ten times since I found out it existed like yeah way too many times (laughs) I'm probably never gonna stop clicking on these cameras now so 
definitely keeps them relevant for eternity until the cameras turn off. Oh, 100% agree. <laughs> yeah, Med- it's kind of wild. It's very crazy. And I think every haunted place um, should definitely have these CCTV cameras so that I can um, click through them as I please. <laughs> well, and it's wild, but because of those cameras, there's so many more sightings. There's so mm-hmm. many pictures of proof of potential things there. I mean, it's, I'm going to be honest, this is a big reason I probably will never have interior security cameras in my house. Uh, because I don't want to accidentally catch something that I know is there while I live there. <laughs> I think the interior security cameras are just kind of a little weird. Yeah, like, no, we'll, we'll cover the perimeter. <laughs> I guess I could understand if, like, you're not there, but, like, like, just turn it on. Like, I have a friend who had an interior camera and, like, she would just have it. So, like, when she wasn't home and, like, when she is home, they would, like, toss blanket or something over it. But I still feel like it was just a little yeah, weird. No. I don't, but. I don't want to see any of that. Although I did even joke, I'm such a nerd. I'm going to buy a trail camera to put up in my backyard <laughs> so I can catch the wildlife. Uh, we definitely had something digging in our yard at, like, the very end of fall. So it was only, like, a week or two before I could even try and, like, figure out what it was and get rid of it I'm convinced it was a skunk my boyfriend thinks oh no it was just a squirrel no there were way too many holes for just a freaking squirrel (laughs) but anyways I'm gonna buy a trail cam and like check out the backyard and like look at all the wildlife coming and going so like then I can know what to put on the ground to like help keep my garden safe all that stuff But I was thinking about, like, what if I accidentally, like, catch someone walking in my backyard? Like, that's creepy because, like, obviously I won't see it till the next day. Like, what am I going to do about that? Or if you just catch, like, (laughs) a vampire in your backyard. Yeah, well, I do have a bat box. I want to see the bat coming and going. (laughs) Something crazy. Just the beast of Bray Road in your backyard. What are you going to do with that? Nothing. Well, then I would post a picture on forums and on Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's what you're going to do. And we can go viral. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that was really all my notes I had. I definitely think this place is haunted as fuck. <laughs> I agree. And check out the cameras. Bookmark the cameras. Go to For the cameras sure. at 2 a.m. when you're wasted. Highly recommend. Well, and it's wild because even on their main library page, they have a drop down and it says like ghosts. Mm-hmm. And you can like read all about it and it gives you a link to the cameras. So like they are still promoting it. Like it definitely keeps them relevant and I'm sure keeps their site views up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Props to these people that work there. I would never catch me closing up. <laughs> That just sounds like a terrible time. I would need to work the morning shift. But even <laughs> the morning shift, I don't think you're safe either. So, fuck. Yeah. Really, I don't think you're safe anytime. No. <laughs> all right. All I got. Yeah. I don't have anything else. <laughs> got some jokes and facts for us? I do have those. Woohoo! What do you want to hear first? 
Let's go with the fact first. Traditional quesadillas do not use cheese, but instead include meats, vegetables, and beans, which doesn't make any fucking sense to me because I thought the whole reason why a quesadilla was called the quesadilla is because cheese. Yeah, queso. No, quesadilla. It's a lie. How? I'm so confused. Apparently, that's not a thing everywhere else. Like, some traditional quesadillas, like, there was never cheese. So, I don't know where the name comes from. I didn't dig that deep because I was more pissed off about everything I thought I knew. I don't know. Interesting. I am really stressed about it, but it's okay. <laughs> Let's hope the fact or the joke is better because <laughs> this is really like blowing my mind and I'm actually really am upset about this. <laughs> uh, what do prisons serve the inmates who are to be hanged? What? Pico de Gallos. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I cannot, you know, we're running very slim on jokes and bad facts. They're, like, so punning it and cheesy. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I can't. On a side note, folks, this episode is coming out Tuesday the 8th. And I bet no one can guess what Tuesday the 8th is. <laughs> what the, What is that? <laughs> uh, it's Sydney's birthday. <laughs> it is. So, <laughs> this is the first birthday doing a podcast, Sid. It is. That is true. I didn't think about that. <laughs> so, uh, on behalf of at least me... <laughs> In my household, we would like to wish you a happy birthday, Sid. Everyone, please flag to social media and tell Sydney happy birthday. I'm sure she would really appreciate it because she lives for Instagram messages. <laughs> I would. And, and that's that. not sarcasm, actually. No, I do live for Instagram messages. And I have to work on Tuesday, so make my life better. Yeah. Taco Tuesday, a new episode comes out, Sid's birthday. It's great. <laughs> all the things. Uh, well, that's all I got. Oh, we should tell people where to find us to message you. Yes. <laughs> On Facebook, it's Tacos and Tequila Podcast. On Instagram, it's just Tacos and Tequila. You can find our website, tacosandtequilapodcast.com. Also has links to... All our Spotify episodes, which you can also find us everywhere else, too. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, you should leave a rating and or a review. It helps us get noticed, and it means a lot. It literally takes two seconds. If you're on Spotify, just scroll to the top and click five stars. Just so you know. <laughs> Probably less than that. I know. It is, I'm actually going to, I was trying to look to see if we got any new ones, but I don't think we have yet. 
No, I don't think we've had any new ones on um uh, uh Apple Podcast either. No, I just checked that too. So please, please rate and review us. Helps us get noticed and is greatly appreciated. And I, I think that's it. Happy We're birthday, gonna, I said. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We have to end with this, though. So basically, uh, a quesadilla without cheese is an empanada. Hi. <laughs> <I hate> <laughs> Okay, that was a good one. <laughs> that definitely should have gone together. Those jokes, the jokes and facts, flowed <laughs> nicely. <laughs> All right, folks. I guess we will talk to you next week then. Bye. Bye. Ha 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 ha!